You are listening to Sharing Connections, a podcast from the Center for Conscious Caregiving, and I'm your host, Rich Carney. Sharing Connections introduces you to holistic teachers and practitioners where we discuss various topics and techniques to help build resiliency. Each week, get to know our guests who are empowering caregivers and transforming caregiving. Hello and welcome back. Today we have with us Dr. Emily Bessemer. She's a physical therapist and certified yoga teacher. Thank you so much for joining me, Emily. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into yoga? Yeah, so I am a physical therapist by trade. That's my day job. And um, I was working with people who had various injuries and illnesses. And um, it occurred to me that maybe we could start doing things ahead of time and add more wellness into their lives and provide a outlet for more comprehensive understanding of the physical body and add in some energetic work and breathing um, that would better help them and help me to to give people an outlet for their wellness program journeys. Um, I started doing yoga way before I even knew that I was going to be a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed what yoga brought to my life and the avenues that it gave me. And I was just so excited to be able to bring that to a whole population of people and help them on their yoga journeys too. Wow, it's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so yoga is kind of a little bit more mainstream now. So um, a lot of people know about it, but there's a lot of different styles of yoga. But can you give just a basic broad definition of what yoga is and then can you talk a little bit more about the style that you practice yeah so yoga is a combination of both the physical asana which is the postures of yoga which is what we're more used to in our in our world so we see on instagram and facebook Mm -hmm. you know yogis doing these crazy postures of physical strength and stamina but that's just a small portion of what yoga really is Yoga is a mentality and kind of, and it's really the asanas are building us for meditation in the long run. So the idea behind yoga generally is that the physical practice is what gets us to a point of being able to sit in meditation for an extended period of time. So we do the physical journey to then get to a point where our bodies can handle sitting for an extended period in in meditation of any kind. That's the real yoga. That's the that's the journey that we're getting to. Now my personal practice is in what's called vinyasa yoga, which is a flow type of practice. So it's really a quick moving paced practice personally. Um, that that involves sequencing your movements to the breath. It's almost like dancing. That's that's okay. really how I explain it. <laughs> but there's many different kinds. So there's hatha and yin is a really lovely practice with long holding postures. There's restorative based vinyasas, which is what I teach oftentimes in the center because it's a more restorative and energy balancing practice. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's really important to that the asanas and the postures Mm -hmm. are just the small portion of what yoga is because Mm -hmm. like you said on instagram you have people doing 
crazy one-armed handstands yeah. and twisting their body. Yeah. And I think that that makes people that can't do those things, mm -hmm. they kind of feel excluded and, well, I can't do that. Because I know personally yeah. for me, I have knee problems and I have hip problems and I practiced yoga before I had those problems and I, the, I attribute yoga to the reason I have still kept my flexibility mm -hmm. um, because had I not been practicing yoga, I would not have the flexibility I have now because yeah. I got my hip replaced and I can still do pigeon pose, which is like a big it's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah. and I credit yoga for doing that, but yoga is just so much more than mm -hmm. the physical postures. And yeah, one of my one of my main reasons for going and getting my certification to be a yoga teacher was as I was practicing physical therapy, my patients would ask me, how do you stay active? What do you do? What do you do? I want to know mm -hmm. what my physical therapist does. And I tell them I do yoga. And my favorite answer is, I'm not flexible. I can't do yoga. And mm -hmm. in my head, I would be like, no, but that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me help you. So that's what actually spurred me to go get my certification and become a yoga teacher was because I just wanted to spread the word that you don't have to be in splits and in handstands it's not that's not the purpose the purpose mm -hmm. is to just become back to center get back to your physical body and to prep yourself for meditation in the future that's mm -hmm. really the idea yeah mm -hmm. that's wonderful so can you talk a little bit more about what the benefits of yeah. yoga practice are yeah so there is the obvious physical benefits of increased flexibility better joint movement lymphatic flow which is really great for detoxing it's really good for the internal organs and those are all wonderful physical benefits there's also the portion of yoga that is more of a mental and emotional kind of balance um, you know because you've practiced, but for people who've never practiced yoga, it's a really great place for you to kind of center in. So we're in a world, our lovely lives, that is just chaotic all the time. So we have a million things going on at once. The phone's ringing. This is going on. The TV's on. You know, your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever is calling you from the other room. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these crazy things are happening. Yoga helps us have a moment of time where none of those things matter. And you're literally just on your mat with you, yourself, and that's it. And yeah. there's not many moments in time where those things can happen. Yeah. So there's a really strong connection of re- learning about yourself again is what I like to think of it as. And, you know, there's as as many people on this um, call will know about energy bodies because I know mm -hmm. that you've had conversations in this podcast about them already. Yeah. Um, energetically, yoga works on the chakra system to help balance our energy bodies and create a space for us that we can detoxify some of that ick in there too. Mm -hmm. It's all about the detox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind of getting rid of all of those. So mm -hmm. it's it's kind of a multifaceted yeah, and it's practice. Un it's unfortunate because in our Western world, we tend to not just in yoga, but in anything, kind of have tunnel vision. So you just see the end result. 
you see the handstand, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever pose it is that's in, incredibly hard for you. For me, when I first started, it was touching my toes. I was never going to be able to touch my toes. <laughs> that was never a thing. I claimed I had short arms. It was never going to happen. And then now I can touch my toes, but that's not the, that's the end tunnel result. And mm-hmm. the, I just kept going and I kept showing up for myself. And it just mm-hmm. eventually those are the things that happen, but that's not the the point of it all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the, when I f- had first started practicing yoga, it would be, um, I was one of the people that was like, I'm not flexible enough, but mm-hmm. I just, I tried it because right. um, my friends kind of dragged me to Always. do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And <laughs> it was, okay, I want to do scorpion pose, which is like, you're like on your forearms and your legs are bent over your head and it's (laughs) ridiculous and then as I was practicing I started to realize one after the first practice holy crap there are muscles that hurt I did not know existed because it there it works so many different muscles right and then I also started to like you had said come back to center and just be more mindful Mm -hmm. and more present and then I know sometimes with some people's practices, as you get into that centered state, a lot of emotional stuff can come up. So can you talk a little bit more about kind of that process? Because some people experience that and others don't. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to think that's something that they have to experience um, because the emotional, the emotional stuff is stuff that we've packed in for a long time mm-hmm. you know we we suppress it and put it in there and when you're by yourself in a forward fold sometimes you can feel some things that come up um the process of it is just it's just becoming present again you know for mm-hmm. for many of us and myself included my life was i was never present in my existence until i started practicing yoga I, you know, it's very easy to just run around and, and keep moving and do, do, do all the time. And mm-hmm. we're, I am a type A personality. I will fully admit it. Yeah. You know, I, I totally understand. <laughs> um, and it's just life is so much more than getting the checklist done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the emotions that come up in yoga are strange when you experience them because you're like, this is not what I was here for. I was going to sit here and be on my mat, but they're so good. It's the important stuff, you know, that we've been, we've been dealing down for so long and it comes up in so many forms of just body work and energetic work that we practice here and that practice at the, the caregiving center that practice throughout the world. And, you know, the emotional component of it is just one of our ways of dealing with it. And the most important thing and in any form of an emotion is just to feel it. You yeah. don't have to have a reason why. There doesn't have to be a reason why your hips are making you angry or why <laughs> your forward fold is making you sad. It's just happening. And just, just feel it because you know what? Once it's over, you're going to feel so much better afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, can you um, give our listeners a tip that, an easy tip that they can use um, that you have gained from your yoga practice? Yeah. So one of my 
favorite things to do is to just always make sure every day I try and take just a little bit of time for myself. That's probably one of the best lessons I've learned through yoga um, because it is the like one of the few times that I've dedicated to myself recurringly where I'm like, wow, I feel really good. And I realized the only reason why I felt good was because I was just giving myself the time to recognize myself in, a, in either a physical, meditating, whatever form. Um, and I recommend that our listeners, either through watching the video that we've posted on YouTube or taking a yoga class is great. But even if those things don't happen, just sitting on the floor and doing a hamstring stretch, a forward fold, a really simple posture of just sitting in a certain position just to give yourself the time. You know, remembering that our physical body does so much for us throughout the entire day. And why not give it just five minutes of love? Whether it's a spinal twist for a little detoxing of the organs or it's just a heart opener of some kind. Just a gentle physical release for the body. That's probably my biggest lesson learned. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Now, where can people find more information about you and any of your classes or workshops? Yeah. So I hold workshops at the Center for Conscious Caregivers mm-hmm. here. Um, and I will I have cards and stuff at this location. But if anyone is interested in learning more information specifically, they can reach out to the center and I will get back to them through an email or a phone call um, or they can email me directly at emily.bessemer at gmail.com. And that's E-M-I-L-Y period B as in boy E-S-S-E-M-E-R at gmail.com. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions or concerns. I know it's hard getting into a yoga practice if you've never practiced yoga before. And sometimes it's comforting to know that the person that you're learning from is also has a medical background in physical therapy. That's my main hat of understanding. And that's where I that's where my brain originally comes from. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's nice to just know that you're in comforting hands just Mm -hmm. as you begin your journey. And I host workshops here and soon we'll be getting some more on the schedule for things like yoga for low back pain and yoga for hips and yoga for all different gamut of understandings that when you get from my workshop to take a regular class with everybody else, you know, the alternatives to some of the postures that are out there that can be of some assistance for you. That's beautiful. So if you're not flexible, or you don't think you can do yoga, try it. We're going to change your mind. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for joining me, Emily. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Sharing Connections. Join us next week for a new exclusive interview. You can find this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Visit our website, www.thecenterforconsciouscaregiving.org for more information about the wonderful work we do. You can also find us on Facebook, the Center for Conscious Caregiving. If you have any questions, comments, or thoughts, please email them to me at info at thecenterforconsciouscaregiving.org. I'm Rich Carney. Thank you so much for allowing me to share this connection with you. Have a wonderful week.